Hi guys, it's your host Matilda, your co-host Hadiza, and your other host Imama, and you're listening to the African Lipso Podcast. Hi, welcome back to this week's episode. It's your host Matilda again. Um, I do this all the time actually. And we have two guests with us today. We have Sharon and we have Mariah. Hey friends. And they're sisters. Yeah, we are. Y'all will find they sound we are, we are so similar. Yeah, most people don't. Yeah, you um, can't tell the difference. Yeah. Can't oh, wait, wait. The- wait, speak. Hello. That's that's Mariah. Yeah, and this is uh, Sharon. Oh, I see. I, I see a difference. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, like, it's a slight difference. I feel like Sharon yeah. is slightly more nasally. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like so, right? I, yeah, I think my oh, voice is I high. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I can. I, like, that. I would take the nasal, but I'll, <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate I, higher. I, I don't mind it's, my voice being bad, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I like deep voices. It's a vibe. I like deep voices too. And yeah. I used to think my voice was a little shrill, you know. No. And that's the nasally thing he's probably talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. like, hi, I'm Sharon. Yeah. Like, when you go no, on certain vowel sounds. It's my name. It's Sharon, my name. Like, if Mariah says Sharon, it'll sound the same way. I no, I say Sharon. It's it Sharon. It sounds disabled. Yeah. No, it, it sounds, sounds, sounds different. Or, or Sharon, you know. Sorry, no. Sharon. 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 Oh, Sharion. Sharion, according to some people. Sharion? Yeah. I have been called Sharion. Oh, people actually find ways to just mess up your name. For me, I was Moria for most of my life. Moria? I actually know someone called Moria. I was Moria or Mariah. Yeah. No, Moria is such a Yoruba name. No one cares. In fact, they'd be like, why is your name Sharon? Like, like, I have, I So there was this girl called Hussein Naina school. They used to call her Hussein Oh my God. You're my people on the list. Remember Latifa? Hussein (laughs) Razan. Hussein. Hussein. Like, she literally said their name was not Hussein. That it was Hussein. 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 (laughs) Your black people always try to tell people what their name is. No, like for me, someone, like, like I literally had someone tell me my name is not right that my parents didn't get it right when they named me <laughs> and I'm sure he was a Yoruba imam you know, you know I really no because yeah. I came from literally like in, in Lagos it was a big thing where I would say my name is Mariah they're like uh uh-uh, uh you don't even know your name Mariah <laughs> Went off a whole tangent, like you can't be following, you can't be following this way, but everything they're doing. Can't be Mariah, be proud. I was like, Oh my god, my, my name, name is Mariah. Mariah. I'm not even your mind. And that's the thing. How do you change Sharon to Sharon? Why is there an extra I? So whoever <laughs> like who was calling you Sharon? My, my classmates. Yeah, classmates, mm. teachers. My teachers. We were, yeah. we, no, we were literally Mariah and Sharon. And, and I'm like Mar- Mariah and Sharon. <laughs> or, or Moria and Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, Moria. your name is not making it. It's Moria. I'm like, hi, um, it's Mariah. If you say so, guys. <laughs> so how's your last week been? It's been good. It's 
been good. I'm sorry. Cold. I'm having an issue with the winter coming so early. I'm you sorry. Right I'm trying to. I'm trying to adjust, but it's not working, guys. It's yeah. just like, so my coats aren't ready yet. You know? <laughs> my, and then I dry cleaned one, you know, so that I could be ready for the new season, and I don't fit it anymore. So, like, oh, oh from last cold. year. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, a wake up call. <laughs> had a good year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like had that. A, I had a good year. You I know? had a good I, year. Well, I'm gonna you know. Yeah, why your things don't fit? You're like, yeah. Yeah, I must have had an awesome. It's been a good year. <laughs> you know, I've been eating good. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! So I was supposed to take work. November to like get ready for winter, and then I wake up and it's yeah, white. It and I'm, I feel like it didn't give us any warning no, this year. That's the problem. Like it's um, just there's usually like a gradual. Yeah, exactly. You know, and we're like, like we're getting, getting we're like okay, guys, winter is coming. Like, yeah. But like now, no, it's like, it just came. Like, yeah. How about you guys, Hadiza and Imama? Oh, my week was so out. It was okay. <laughs> what is that? Mean? Better than that. Like it was okay. like, like, what? Yeah. It wasn't like it was just it. It was just a week. It was. It was oh, a week. Yeah. No highlights. Yeah, no, no highlights. Oh, oh, I mean, you like, saw me. So, so I, that's the girl's a highlight. Why are you saying that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. I feel like this Saturday was pretty good. Yeah, like this Saturday was pretty good. Um, the week itself, it was. Well, I mean, I ate a salad twice. <laughs> No, you think it's a joke, yeah, but yeah, like for the last couple of weeks, she's been Come like, on, I like ate a salad. <laughs> well, like you know what? I'm not. I'm not. Let's so not excited. diminish her. Yeah, right, right. Yes, yes, job, encourage me, guys. Right. Yes, yes, girl. Yes. I was meant to go to the gym three times, but I went only twice. Oh, that's oh. Twice more than me. more than me. Much more than me. It was girl. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Mm. Much yeah. appreciated. I walk up and down the stairs. I don't so. even do that. Whoa. Progress, not progress. Exactly. But yeah, so that was my week. How was yours, Adiza? It was good. I got my nails done for the week. This week is Hadiza's birthday. Oh, it is. It's today Sunday. Birthday girl forgot her own. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, this week is my birthday. Oh, hey, happy birthday! It's about to be litty in the winter time. So, how was your week? Um, my week's been hell, really, because I was sick. Like, I'm still sick on Thursday, but then because of the um capitalism uh, <laughs> i still had to go to work no it's not capitalism she just knows wants to stay in that Mama, house if i had left i didn't know how that team would have survived that's a um, business okay. that is their business they will be they also get paid no? yeah i think yeah. Matilda, matilda generally doesn't like like i feel like she feels bad but like it's like they'll be fine they'll, you they will life will move on like, 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 like i'm not saying that right. anyway because if, if you die now yeah and i'm sure no you shall live very long like Buhari you shall live long like Buhari the goodness of God (laughs) sorry I just forgot for a second Bible school skipped me Um, but like yeah um, we got a message from um, we we did an episode last week with Claire she has a book Mm -hmm. and she took pictures of a hundred women with like natural hair so we talked about like natural hair and self love and then we had someone reply that so I just wanted to read his response before we go into this yeah I know 
okay. O'Shea fans, right? Oh, sorry, I, I'm going to mention his name. His name yeah. is Emmanuel. Okay. Um, he has a YouTube channel, so y'all should check it out. Yeah, Emmanuel Owoni on YouTube. Go check it out. He reviews music, Nigerian music. Okay, he's really really good. Like I like his follow, subscribe, like, share, exactly all of that. So he was like, something I wanted to point out was Hadiza's point on how people associated natural hair with poverty. This was or is still reflected in Nollywood. When the girl in the movie is in the village, she's always wearing her hair natural. But mm. once she hits the city, oh. part of the character oh. development. Oh. <laughs> 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 part of the character development is styling her hair in the most Eurocentric ways yeah. possible. Yeah, very true. Yeah. And what a solid guess to fam. The story behind the book will sell itself. Mm. And it's very touching. I'm trying to pick it up for my nieces and future daughters. Oh. project really needs to be picked up by a major publisher yo i see bucks in her future yes, <laughs> that moolah money yeah i did i sent it oh that's nice and of course the social impact it can have on black women yes and then he was like and i agree with matilda and let um about letting your daughter relax her hair to an extent mm. he was like but but lean yeah my mama always wants to rock <laughs> said but lean towards Claire's answer of finding where the decision to relax your hair is coming from yeah. Yeah. and another thing to factor is definitely the age I'm gonna be quick to shut down a preteen's decision to fry their hair <laughs> fry, fry. No, it's low key frying though yeah. like I just remember the pain oh god yeah it's frying mm-hmm. just cause um, other kids are doing it lastly it's definitely important to allow kids make their own mistakes this applies to a lot of lessons in life nothing can teach a kid better than actually experiencing it Uh yeah true it's true and relaxer is one of those things that i can allow my daughter the room to discover if it's for her or not yeah so yeah he was like nice episode and everything it's just really nice Uh, like i know i like we're doing the episode and i was just really scared that we were excluding like men from from, like mm, the whole conversation conversation, but they they really really are a part part of it i mean historically in the african context they might not have been because African men don't really raise their kids. Like, they that provide is, but, for them. But they're part of it in the sense that think of it just, and this is a wider society where it's that a lot of beauty standards is unfortunate, but this they is where are, patriarchy comes in. They're the ones, a lot of beauty standards are based off of men's tastes, right? Mm-hmm. And they so are if the forefront of setting <laughs> exactly, right? So, so if you think about it, what, who's like, a lot of why do we want straight hair is because, well, that's what's beautiful. Who set the standard that that's what's beautiful? Forget about, yeah, we have white women or Caucasian women and, you know, other people who have straight hair but it started fundamentally from caucasian men right then it traveled down to black men you know and then it spread all over the world right so in that sense they are included in the conversation and if you want to have like a total like a you know holistic conversation that touches everything and actually addresses the issue right they have to be there and they have to recognize their role but at the same time while they have a role as women we also have a role because right. we also of course accepted the fact that you know this Eurocentric looking hair straight hair quote unquote is what is more beautiful mm-hmm. is what is more celebrated yeah. right mm-hmm. and that's so on both ends we both need to work together and be like oh let's change the beauty standard let's be like natural yeah, but hair everyone is where has at. a role in it like exactly. children that are being raised are not being raised in a vacuum right yeah. it's not like oh children are being raised and they're not seeing 
who their dads are picking. Exactly. They're not yeah, like their dads kids are can see exactly. Like they can tell. Yeah. I was not stupid. Exactly. You, 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 yeah. know, you know, no, and I saw. I mean, yeah. I think we're all you know natural here, are we? Yeah, I, I think so. My hair is natural. It's been for a while, yeah. but. There was a time where it was like, no, that makes no sense. And it was the people who loved me. That were fighting to have it. Who made me know that it made no sense to have natural hair. Everyone Mm -hmm. around me, the men who loved me, did not love what my hair looked like. And I mean, it took them time. You know, everybody's on board now. Yeah. God bless. Natural hair. So I think everyone just has a role in it. Yeah, it was a really nice episode last week. I like that. Um, We got lots of feedback from it, so it's nice. Natural hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for context, they're both dancing. You guys are so similar. It makes no sense. Like every time you guys start doing emotion, you both join in. So it's like they're not even twins or anything. No, we're not even twins. Okay, so like the reason that Sharon and Mariah are here yeah. is because when Imama was having her birthday spa thing over this summer, yeah, I am bringing people together. Yeah, she brought us together. I mean, I met you guys like a couple of years ago. Go like a Back, yeah, right, well, right, back, but, but then we remember this there, year. Yeah. Beach party? The beach party. Yeah, that's exactly. How I yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, don't the, I don't think you were there. there. I don't think you were there, Sharon. Yeah. Was no, Sharon there? No, you weren't. You weren't late. No, you were late. That's what oh. happened. Yeah. You, was I? Was I at this beach party? You were there. You were I mean, there as well. How did we go? Who is that? Yeah, it was. You guys came along with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Children, we're getting sidetracked. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We are getting sidetracked. Bless up. So we were having a conversation while we were at the spa thing, and then we were talking basically about where you guys are from, um, the River State. Yes, River State. We're Equimbe. 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 Not Equire. No, we're Equire and Name because my dad's Equire, my mom is Name Bay. So we say we're. No, so we say I we're like Equine Bay. Yeah. Yeah, Shout out to all my Equine people out there. Equine no, and Unfortunately, no. we don't understand either language. It's, it's a bit difficult when your parents don't speak the same language. <laughs> yeah, but like, we speak Pigeon. We speak Pigeon. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, the universal language and that. Exactly. Show exactly. us your Pigeon skills. Ah. But the picture is very good, to be honest. Okay, we're most advanced. Say say a thing. Give us, drop Inter- some bars. Intermediate? I, wanna, oh. I really want to hear what your Pigeon. What do you want to talk, say? Make make you tell. I, I, I won't hear your pigeon. Okay. May I start? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I don't. Wait, may I do disclaimer first? Uh, see all my rivers, see all my photographers. Now Lagos, where I grew, eh? So I know all of them. They judge my pigeon. Damn, I'm surprised. I know all of them. They judge my my pigeon. But see, I beg my level. I like him as a B. Eh? I like him as a B. So I beg free person. Okay, I didn't see that, Mariah. I didn't see free person. I actually just wanted to hear your pigeon. Mariah has done for the both of us. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, yeah, so we're just having a conversation about that. We're talking about um, minority cultures yeah. and yeah. everything in Nigeria specifically. I was like, it would be nice to actually have a conversation about like what it's like growing up a minority group. in yeah. Yeah, a minority group, mm-hmm. especially because I can't really relate to it because I'm Yoruba and yeah. uh, in Nigeria, Yoruba is one of the major, major, uh, major co- ethnicities. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just looked online for like statistics, like yeah. percentages. So the last um, census in Nigeria, I think, was 2006. Yeah, last one I saw. Really, Wait, official see. one? I think there should have been one in 2017. Let me right, see. Right. Last <laughs> census. <laughs> I think. I think there was one more. recently, I believe. Nigeria. Oh, I remember. Wikipedia doesn't know what it's talking about. 
they literally come to your house and be like, I how know. many people are you? They have pen and paper. People lose their Everybody came like, into the living room. Everyone we could lie. Yeah. 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 Like, what? It was so crazy. It felt very unsophisticated. Yeah. Everything I'm seeing is pointing towards 2000. The last official one, probably. I guess the last official. Maybe like countrywide. But like, I mean, like, I'm looking for the last time that we counted the population in Nigeria. Was it estimated? Yeah, what is that, that census in. from 2017 say? Just, it just tells, so it says we have 190 million, 90.9 oh, million. Oh, just counting yeah. people. Yeah. Not like taking dem- no, demographics. Not that I can see. Okay, I don't know. But the statistics I have yeah. is from um, 2006 yeah. may have changed. Yeah. Hausa and Fulani make up 29% of Nigerians. Yoruba people, 21%. Igbo people, 18%. And then those are the three that we consider yeah, the, the major, major quote unquote tribes. Yeah. They make up like 60 a, larger, yeah, a bit above 60 yeah, exactly of the population but then there's also somewhat majority ijo people yeah, which are 10 yeah. percent kanuri i had never heard about kanuri really i know i actually just in i didn't know that many i just know them either oh, north or middle belt I mean, something like that i, I, mean, I could be wrong no no no, no wow. doesn't work that because i feel like i i'm please sorry guys okay this is something we're going to address yeah yeah. I and Imam, I am Yoruba, Imam yeah. is Ibu. Oh. Majority oh. tribes, right? Yeah. yeah. We are the only two people in the room that don't know Kanuri. Yeah. <laughs> does, that, does that show it's anything? It's, yep, it's telling. You know it's very telling. It's very telling. I like, don't get me wrong. I'm mm. not going to put myself on the, like a pedestal. I'm also a dog. Guys, I'm Ibu and a dog. A ancestry. It's also kind of common though. Mm, I do people I do, yeah. somewhat yes. I guess it is. yeah it's a more common minority yeah, I will yeah. so Kanuri is 4% yeah. Ibibio ethic is 3.5% Tiv okay. 2.5% Edo slash Benin people less than one percent. Yeah. Therefore, one percent <laughs> is somewhat is. I think of Nigeria is one ninety. Yeah, right. There's right. so million, many people that's are yeah, exactly. one million. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. So like, yeah, for uh, they say that we have like over two fifty ethno linguistic um groups. So for that many people living in one place, like there has to be like minority tribes exactly. and everything. Yeah. But um, I was talking to someone else. I think he's from. He's Calabari or something. Oh, he, that's yeah, a job. So, um, so yeah, so oh, really? it's, yeah, so the way it works, yeah, sorry, I just cut you off. Wait, no, 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 I want to know that. Oh, okay, I um, so know. essentially what it is, is right, so we're also named it, that we so say like, Queen yeah, right? Bielsa and Nambe. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Ijaw people are spread over rivers to Bielsa. Now, what it is, is that Ijaw is a group of villages that all mm-hmm. speak similar, similar languages. languages. So it's called like the Ejoid. Yeah, like well, the in, in terms of we're talking Ooh. linguistically, right? Oh, it's um, <laughs> 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 so we're talking linguistically. But like when you talk like um, locally, it's just that's Ejo. Then okay. what you then have is with Ejo people, you then have the different villages. So you have Nebe, you have Calabar, you have Izon. So you you're Ejo? Yeah, so we're, we're Ejo. From your mom's side. From my mom's side, yeah. Ejo people as well, right? So you can be like Calabari Ejo. Every every job person. Well, every, no, every no, Calabari every person, person is, is job, job, but not exactly job person is Calabari. Exactly. I guess you. Boom, exactly. So are you guys Calabari? No, we're Nambe. No. You're Nambe. Yeah. Nambe. Yes. 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 You're Nambe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my mom speaks Calabari and understand it, it yeah. exactly. Yeah. But you know, we unfortunately our languages we, we don't we, know. We, like we're still working on it. I'm I'll we'll get, get there. Getting I'm, there. That's <laughs> something we're going to address on later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this, this language thing. Yes. But let's get there. So I I was ta- the first question I really wanted to know is if minority in and of itself is 
is that in does it have any negative connotations because i was um telling this guy like how does it feel like to be from a minority what's that experience mm-hmm. in, living in nigeria and he was telling me we are not minority i'm like <laughs> by no <laughs> by start yeah, yeah. you are it's i don't mean it I, in a I negative you are not minority in jesus <laughs> So like, do you guys think that the minority thing has, I mean, I think like the person you were talking to his attitude, probably like the general Nigerian, um, I guess mindset is you don't want to be a victim, right? Yeah, so same. if someone tells you, oh, you're a minority, so therefore that means something, like people are going to push back. But I think that there are realities that people who are from minority communities face that yeah. are different from, you know, like non-minority communities. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's probably very specific to the minority that you're from, right? Yeah. So we're like uniquely... Equimbe. Equimbe, right? Equary. Yeah. And like the Equary experience is actually quite different from, from the, the name day experience. Even though they're both minorities that have gone through. And it's, you know, like, I guess it has to do with... just proximity, a, proximity and like how large are. the tribe is because how the thing is what you is. see is because Nambe at the end we are Nambe is a minority group and they are a minority tribe but the thing is they're part of the, the larger Ijaw tribe right mm-hmm. alright and as you said Ijaw were what the fourth yeah. largest the fourth at the end they were fourth was it uh, the stats I think, I think it yeah it was fourth yeah, yeah. yeah we're about the fourth last time yeah, I checked we were the fourth yeah, exactly yeah. right yeah. and even historically <laughs> it had actually some, some benefits from, for them being part of that exactly larger group right versus the Queer people, people who, who are, are... I actually think they're more queer people than Nambe people, but, but because they are just their own group and not yeah, necessarily... Exactly. Now, str- take note, we said Nambe people, not each other people. Before yeah. everybody gets, how can they be more... Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 There might be more queer people than Nambe people itself, right? But then again, Nigeria is very popular, so you never yeah, know, you right? Know. But the thing is, the queer history is very interesting, and this is why, like, as a queer people, there's one thing we always have to argue, is yeah. that we're not evil. Oh my... Always. <laughs> I remember the last conversation I had. <sighs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> 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 my ancestors, I apologize. Oh, wait, what did your ancestors do? Oh, they did a lot. Girl, oh, I, I, tell I, me, okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Like, as my father's ancestors, because I'm even and I do. Spill the tea, spill the tea. One thing that is facts as an equary person is you are always going to find yourself in an argument with someone else that is not you that not equary who you are right? yeah oh so but you, that's every minority like, group. like and it's just like explain yeah, but how you relate to that yeah, yeah. Where, where I'm, I'm like Ibira so oh like, and they've probably said you're house or something yeah, yeah. house yeah. house yeah. yeah. what's Ibira so Ibira so what yeah I did not shift that I was like let me explain okay yeah there are people originated from Egypt. Oh, oh God! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you, you, know, you know, there's actually like um, historical evidence um, and like actual scientific like, research that there might they might be connected. I'm not saying, please, who's everybody, they? who's they? The evil people might actually it be connected to the Jews. Yeah, so there's they actually did some research and said they might actually be connected. Now, people, I'd not say they are. I said they said they might be. Oh, please, don't Just they. They said just jokes aside. I don't know where we came from, but then I know that like there. Ibira people scattered around like the north and like Kogi state and some people are in Kwara state some yeah. Ibira people are in Kwara state so Ibira people were like a million people probably mm-hmm. plus or minus like all over the world I guess mm-hmm. total 
um yeah we're just like a tribe that just came from somewhere and then yeah. just happened to settle in nigeria yeah, yeah, yeah. so um it, what i get it our language is like not very well spoken of course we're very yeah. Small. yeah um what i get a lot is just like are you Yoruba? Are you Hausa? I've had arguments where people are trying to tell me like you are Yoruba, like as in you are a version of Yoruba. Yes. And I literally yes. sometimes have to play a video or tape of people speaking my language for yeah. people to see that yeah. it's not, it's not it doesn't it's sound not, like does, Yoruba. Yeah. Dana doesn't sound like Yoruba. Um, wow. And like Hausa. just the history yeah. of Nigeria is so interesting. When you what have, what what? <laughs> <laughs> <and your> mama <laughs> looked at each other like, wow, we are the problem. <laughs> close to um like a, a dominant ethnic group within yeah. nigeria like it's almost a like second colonization and right? that's it's not <laughs> let's just specify with the query people the what people. specifically we can tell you their own story yeah it was a second colonization a second that happened yeah oh, yeah and How? actually i will say this like the the war the civil Biafra war, war? Happened, the Biafra yeah. war like a lot of the queer people are dealing with ptsd right yeah. now a lot of it queer people who they, yeah, yeah. Because they thought y'all were betraying them is that oh, so is that you guys or another ethnicity so i know what happened oh, sorry no no no, good, not, no yeah no please tell I'm us i'm not going story. to your bus play yeah. <laughs> No, but do tell us your side of it. I want to hear this. So. No, no, no. Let the minority. No, no, no. I'm very curious because you know we always know what we say. Like, yeah, no, but it's just okay. To okay, this from the outside. Okay, <laughs> correct from me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. I read a book and I think <laughs> it, so. Is is Chinua Achebe that wrote? Ah, the Igbo. Of course, he's Igbo. Again, the Igbo. Oh. So, um, oh, I guess wow. what their version. I don't know if it was Ikoye people specifically, but when um Biafra happened they didn't just secede with Igbo people. It was also like the other minority people in yeah. the South, yeah. right? Imagine how but terrible that is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did not give us a Force choice. All of a sudden, war. we are Igbo. Huh? By force. Yeah. yeah, so, but the, the thing then is that when they seceded, Igbo w- was now the majority like yes. in that, in Biafra, basically, yeah. but they weren't the only ones. Yeah. So I think at some point, there started being a distrust because I think not all the other minority tribes yeah, were, were like to- on board yeah. With this yeah, whole Biafra yeah, thing, yeah. but they just carried them along. Yeah. It was like, so well, I think there was a general too bad. <laughs> they're like, On too the wrong bad. side of the yeah, river. Exactly. We're <laughs> going with you. <laughs> Must, you know? Yeah, so I, I think there was like a general mistrust because they started thinking that like the minority groups were the ones that were selling them out back to Nigeria, basically. Oh. So they started turning on the minority tribes, basically, like even killing them and yeah. stuff like that because they'll nice be like, you're the one that, that is nice, betraying yeah. us. And that's why it's i think that's why it's really hard for the query people because on the one hand okay so when you have a minority tribe like the jaw tribe it's obviously jokbun or Igbo people right yeah. mm-hmm. but like a lot of people now and minority tribes at least like Khadiza said for her she could play her language and say oh you see it's different okay. when a lot of people hear a query they're like ah it sounds like Igbo so, right yeah. does it uh, it does sound it's like Igbo. i'm not like i'm because i'm gonna you guys honest. have similar words yes in fact and i'll explain and that as well a whole history behind exactly why we have similar words. exactly Sorry, just a quick question yeah is it kind of like how benin has similar words to yoruba Yes and no. Ours is even worse because Benin and Yoruba was not a colonization situation, mm. right? Because what happened is okay. Like so in nine, so um in nineteen, okay. Oh God, where do we go back? Because the people are 
after, if you look, do your history and do your research, now Igbo people tend to say that Ikwe and Igbo were one and Ikwe people decided to start denying Igbo people after the uh, Biafra war. But that's not the case. Ikwe people were actually initially from Benin. For, yeah, yeah. So right? We're actually oh, yeah? from Benin. So, exactly. Me twice? <laughs> <laughs> what twice? Mama did I have Igbo side in this you know, whole episode? You know? So, um, so we're, we're, we're actually from the Benin, uh, from the Benin kingdom. So essentially in the 13th century, you had Oba Ewuare, right? Now, um, oh, shout out to people. So, so, um, let me also give a heads up. As I said, I don't speak any of my languages, so I might struggle. Um, I will probably struggle in saying some names. Yeah. Right? Um, so now, Correct um, now. Nicely. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but so what happened is Abaiware had, um, now the, the, the tale is they're not sure if he was either, um, another son or if he was one of the trusted soldiers within Obaiwara's circle, who, and his name was Alakaka, Alakaka, Alakaka. I hope guys, I struggle with these things. You know, you know, you know. Which one? We're going to call him AK for sure. Oh, let's call him AK for sure. Let's call him AK for sure right now. Let's do that. He's just getting you in the grave like, wow. So let's for sure, let's do AK. So now, um, so now the thing is, what then was happening was that, so him being a royal trusted guard or whatever, there was an attempted assassination on Obaiwara, right? Yeah. Now, when there was that assassination, at the time, the side of the story that believes he was just a trusted guard and really, you know, close to the king, believed that his sister, because, you know, the tradition at the time was that, you know, um, the king takes wives or people, just concubines from noble families, right? And Alakaka was from the royal family, so his sister was there. So she got word that the king thought he was the one behind the assassination attempt because of how close he was to the king, because mm-hmm. it was it had to be like an inside job, sort of. Yeah. Um, so as a result, he then fled, right? On the other hand, where they believe he's the king's son, they're like, oh, he attempted to kill his father, and then so he had to flee, he right? He fled southwards, right? Mm-hmm. And he went to a place called Indoni, right? Which is current day uh Rumuekbe. And the oh. thing is, yeah, shout uh, sorry guys, I probably said that wrong. She definitely said um, that wrong. So <laughs> River has a lot of rumo. Yeah, yeah rumo, 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 those those are Aquarian names. I wish I could do better, my Aquarian people, Rumuekbe. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or am I saying sorry? Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but but the thing is so um so for when uh Alakaka was let's call him AK. When AK was <laughs> fleeing at the time, he had a wife and he had a child, right? His child's name was Ekpeyere. Oh sorry, I failed again. <laughs> But yeah, that was his, that was his child's name, right? And then when he was in Indoni, he also wanted to take a wife, right? So that the Indoni people would like um, welcome him and everything. As he, and he took a wife and had a son with that wife as well. His his name was Ogba. However, he and his wife had a third child. His right? initial his, wife. His initial wife. This is the first wife. wife, right? And this first wife, while this was now when they started living in Indoni, this uh, child's name was Ihuru Onha. Oh God, I'm so bad at these things. No, I think you're doing good. <laughs> you're doing good, you know? Uh, but it's called, uh, so Ihuru Onha, I think is how it's pronounced. Now, this is what ties the query people because query people, our actual name is Ihuruwaha. That is what we call ourselves. Yeah. That sounds Igbo, as you said. So exactly, right? but it's no, but it's not. It's a Benin name. It's literally, it goes back to the Benin Say language. Say that one more time. So Ihuru. <clears throat> so it was initially i-h-u-o-r i think now but now it's i-w-h-r-u-o-r something like that anyway oh, folks google it <laughs> you know but anyway so um that was our initial name right and everything um and then with that when all this was happening then this is where the great people went what it's documented that um this person iwuhuraha moved downwards the sombrero river which is essentially right now current day ph 
right? And then, so they moved down the river and they settled there, which is current day query land as well, right? And so that's where we came from. Now, us settling there, you had neighboring contact. This is where we met the Ewo people, we met the Jaw people, all of that now. The thing is, having these, inter- especially back then, you're trading, you're interacting. The yeah. Ewo people were always a larger number. We're quite a small ethnic group, right? Yeah, so as a result, a lot of people, and if you see like my, my aunties and everything, they all speak Igbo, even though they're Jaw people, and they learned it in reverse state. Some mm-hmm. now some parts of present day Bielsa, right? And it's because at the time there was really like a, in terms of um in terms of this actually this is that's much later I'll explain that in a moment. But um but at the time in terms of just the prehistorical Nigeria for trade and everything everyone's learning Igbo you know so Igbo became naturally as the more dominant group the right larger group, the larger group it right made sense it made sense for right want to be able it, to trade in exactly that, that so the, so you will find yeah, the literate like the you know the well off query people will be able to speak Igbo because they're the traders right but mm-hmm. if you go hinterland you they don't yeah, right they don't, and yeah. in fact in 1913 how you know to bring it to to bring more to bring it more up to date in 1913 herbert tugwo who was a reverend at the time in um colonizer herbert tugwo so yeah he was he was um he was a preacher at the time who came who and he what he was doing he was translating the bible to the Igbo bible right and the assumption was that the Igbo and the crip were the same people that everyone there was just speaking Igbo, right the eastern part of nigeria right no well so no but actually (laughs) technically but what happened was um at the time when he came with the bible he then realized that all the query people who are not traders like living in the hinterland they all did not understand the bible in Igbo because they the did Igbo not bible speak Igbo right mm-hmm. um, like it was a different language exactly a whole group of query people so while yes the richer more I guess prominent query people spoke Igbo for yeah. the sake of survival right yeah. it's like we're trading with multiple people Igbo is the common language we speak that the people who didn't have that kind of access didn't speak Igbo so they brought a, an Igbo bible and they're like, like the exactly and this is documented right yeah. Then so this is in 1913. Also, like how we got, how we went from Iwuru. Oh God, people, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Iwuru, aha, I how think. can we truncate that one? Too? <laughs> I know. Like what can I we call say? it? I W O. I W O. Exactly. Gotcha. There we go. Yeah. How we went from I W O. I know you're angry. Like who is this girl? What is she saying? <laughs> but, but how we went from I W O to being called Ikwere was that at the time some British people on ships came, like had come to um essentially Ribisi, which is the current day Port Harcourt, and essentially what happened was. They wanted to essentially dock their ships, uh, dock, generally dock their ships. Well, they want to say, then it was called, uh, what, wharf your birth or something like that. Dock their ships. But now, let's just say dock their ships. That's the whole point there, right? And the thing is, at the time, because they had made contact, remember, the Igbo are the larger group of people. They had made contact with the Igbo people, so they had an Igbo interpreter. And then they asked them, can we, can we dock our ships here and everything, right? And to the illiterate Aquarius chiefs at the time, right? You remember the prominent status and things is you want to be able to trade in different languages. So Ijo people were trade. Think of even Jaja Vupubo Boni. He also at that point, exactly, you know, think of that. Even with Boni, there was a lot of Igbo influence as well, right? Because they were the major, they were a majority group. So as a result, we considered them illiterate, the chiefs, because they did not speak, they couldn't speak English, they couldn't speak anything, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, but they understood some Igbo. And what he did is they, um, they translated to the chief, uh, to the interpreter rather, and ask can we dock your ships and then the interpreter responded back Akurulem in Igbo which is they have agreed right and then of course you know the way the same way Bini which was pronounced as B, which is Bini like B-I-N-A became Benin because it, lots of things were anglicized right mm-hmm. names for places yeah. or like even like I don't know you guys don't know a lot about minority tr- so I, uh, take that back that sounds like shade but uh, <laughs> um, it's but fine I think, you're yeah. allowed to shade us yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know you know but things so. and like uh, even places like 
um like so even like where my mom's from there's something they say they say barasi right but then they took it as brass instead oh, of yeah right exactly or like bonnie is Iban- bon- bonnie was actually they were saying ibani but then they, they took it as bonnie right mm-hmm. um so that kind of thing um so with Ikwe, that's how they then went from aquarium they're like these people they have agreed and they're dead and that was the first like documentation officially of this special this like different tribal group of people and they took the name they now made they uh they anglicized it and they made it Iquiri. so things even Aquarium. the even yeah it's, Aquarium, it's like kind of yeah. like when you're like my name is um imama imama i'll call you im <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> right and if you look throughout wow. nigeria's history you see that happening yeah. everywhere right and, and so is, like wow. at each point um the queer people are dealt with as, as a separate, separate group. group if you know that's why they're then named Iquiri. Yeah. because if they, they did not like they if not they would have just said another set of Igbo people were yeah. met they that's why they then gave them the Iquiri name name then it's just we, that they're the um, interactions are in Igbo. Exactly. So now these are groups that they have been around, so they've been interacting, trading together for a while, right? And then, of course, pre-colonial Nigeria, like, at the time, there was interaction, but it was, like, one of mutual respect. It wasn't, like, a thing of, oh, I'm dominating you or anything. However, in 1939, well, 1914, Nigeria, uh, Nigeria has an amalgamation. Not but then, that. you know, but specifically, in 1939, um, the Brits do, uh, the Brits um, institute federalism, right? And they regionalize Nigeria. They only go north east and west eastern region who are the people who are the majority and have been empowered the Igbo people mm-hmm. right when they empower the Igbo people this is when the dynamic of the relationship we can say i think this is the first documentation of the relationship changing now it's possibly changed earlier but think about african histories that a lot of it is told on through oral transmission and stuff so um that's the only way we can even get like information because nothing's really written down now 1939 this happens the Igbo become the they're the forefront of the eastern uh eastern province so what then happens they start putting their people in places of power everywhere right mm. so um in terms of schools in terms of churches you know they're there in fact there's an there is an unofficial thing that Igbo is a second language that is spoken in schools Igbo is second language spoken in churches then 1956 comes nigeria discovers oil they realize that equary land river state that point it is its big source of economic strength right mm-hmm. remember nigeria is very divided let's all be honest you know mm-hmm. um so um at the time it's very divided so they're like this is a big source of economic strength because oil was everything for nigeria so the Igbo like it still is, but, is yeah. you know exactly um so what did they do at the, what did they do is at this point in time they start making it even more official that equate that um Igbo rather is a second official language so someone like my dad my dad literally went to school in Igbo. Yeah. he was taught in Igbo and he was not allowed to speak After, Ikwere. Like, exactly so not I, allowed to not allowed to, to. exactly and, and there was a change yeah. right like at first they were learning they, they knew Igbo but it was like they were at least learning in their language exactly. and then at a point it changed and they like, were like no literally in churches you'll be punished you for count. speaking a query you, uh, you, you you'll be punished in two, school three, as well for for speaking a query exactly. what's the reason for that and, and the reason why was it was to inst- it's the same with um with colonialism the way they introduce english right it's essentially to kill a culture right because what's happening mm. is if you have a group that's still insisting we are this we are a query we are different right uprising is very very well, it's yeah. sort of like the oil like so the yeah oil, and, that's, and that's what i said 1956 like, that's you discover how you oil establish yourself right? within it's, the space exactly mm. your language is the language mm-hmm. and the other language is done exactly so when they're trying to like take the oil they're like oh, oh exactly right, right? exactly yeah. 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 and then so as this is happening now remember like the jaw people in around i think the 1940s they that's when they had their official declaration as um a distinct ethnic group in nigeria remember they're a larger group right so they can do that they recognize 
recognize the importance of that. Your people are sm- the queer people are a small group of people, right? So they're still just thinking like, what's going on? What's going on? Now, after this institution, uh, this institutionalization of the language and everything, right? It then tensions are running high and everything. 1965, finally, there's something called the Declaration of Rumo Masset, um, which it's again, I'm sorry, queer people, but things, um, <laughs> which was the time when queer people were finally able to declare themselves at a, as a distinct ethnic group in Nigeria. So right? what year was that? 1965. Wow, that's right. late still. Yeah, yeah. that's still really, it's still quite late, right? And that's, like, they only did it after the jaw people did this. Exactly. So like, after seeing the jaw people who had more strength in numbers, it was like, oh, well, Maybe we can try. Exactly. And then at this point, you know, (laughs) you know, and remember Nigeria is also a very young democracy. So they're like, like, Oh wait, what is this new country? What there's now a country we need to declare ourselves. These kinds of things. Right. Um, so, so they, they go ahead and they do that. Then, um, 1965, then the war starts in 1967. (laughs) When, and this is where it really became bad because, and this is where the the full on, um, and why Aquarius and Igbo are very similar. Big part of it. Like aside from all these other things where you're, they're interacting. So languages are mixing and stuff Mm -hmm. is that by time you've, in all your schools, you're saying the only official language can be Igbo. The only, you cannot speak a query, you cannot do any of, you cannot do all these things. And then specifically in 1967 comes, the war comes, yeah. and literally there's like, a query should not be spoken anywhere. They changed the names of all the towns. They uh, changed yeah. the name. They changed oh, their things. names. You, if like my dad's name was changed as well. Like it changed yeah. every, yeah, they, they changed everything, right? And the war, remember, think of how many Igbo people died in the war, right? Mm-hmm. Now, like, what? let's go back to what you said about how they started feeling like the minorities were betraying them as well. So because of the war, naturally, the Ikwe people would have died, would have also died in large numbers. And yeah. they're also a smaller group. And there was the, uh, the added factor that the Igbo people started feeling like, oh, you're not, um, the minorities are the ones who are betraying us. So the Ikwe people at one moment, you're supposed to be Igbo, but then all of a sudden, well, you're not Igbo, so that's why you're betraying us, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of them really died in the wartime. Yeah. And the ones that were left over, like people like my dad's generation they really have always spoken this Ikwere Ibo yeah, this combination like this right language. so the people who had the original language in its entirety mm-hmm. lots of them were killed off because oh. like even during the like my dad was young during the war so yeah. it was people mm-hmm. like his parents the people who I mean people like my dad also because all kinds of as long as you were a man you had to go to the war exactly. like your age mm-hmm. didn't really matter but the older men so to speak the 20 something year olds the 30 something year olds in that would have spoken the Ikwere language like unadulterated, or at least mm-hmm. would have known it, even if they had to speak Igbo because of the influence. Yeah. They were killed off. Yeah. Along with them, a significant portion of the language. So yeah. you're then continuing on, you know, the generation exactly. like young people who, who had learned who had who I think of my dad learning old, Igbo in school, school and only, they're only allowed to and you can only speak Aquarian in the house and all yeah, of that, right? But then so, your dad's dead. I exactly. like crying. You know? So I I, yeah. I lived a a good portion of my life in Port Harcourt. And- <laughs> you never knew. <laughs> a lot of people actually like, have friends who are from yeah. Port Harcourt and they're like, uh, yeah, you're Igbo. I'm like, oh, that, oh, you're Igbo. You and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's, gonna- that's my people. <laughs> <laughs> because I have never mixed Igbo and Igbo people. See, but yeah. that's your minority, yeah. so you respect it, yeah? You when we, when we say <laughs> we're not the same, you really we respect do respect that. Yeah, we respect, yeah. We respect that. You and you, you also have Igbo people, like even when, in Lagos, in school, people were learning. I my dad about this. Yeah, I think Yoruba people are the worst at doing um, that. Um, the, Yoruba people call anyone that's like falls within the south. Like if you were ever in Biafra or more Igbo oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So like we Ibo. live in Port Harcourt. My mom calls everyone Omo Ibo. See, and that's the thing, right? So 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so like, so, and now it's a big thing for Aquarian people. And then, so, um, then after the war, of course, um, and after, also 19, 1965, when they had, um, when they had, you know, got their official name and every, as declared as an ethnic group, this is before the war, they started trying to change names and everything. But once the war happened, the Igbo people had changed everything back. So after the war, which is the part that Igbo people always start from, which is very annoying. Let yeah. me know. Let me know. I'm sorry. That was subconsciously. So Sharon and Mariah came here to actually attack Imama, but she didn't yes. know. She wasn't yeah, made aware. This is an This my ancestor. You know, this, this is how white people feel. Well, you know, exactly. Um, I'm finally um, starting to get feel it. Exactly. You know, exactly. Uh, but you know what? I'm okay to take it. Yeah, I'm okay now. But for them. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So post 19, 1967, the war, then, um, what they do is they start at, at the war, rather 1970, the war ends. And this is where Igbo people start. They're like, oh, you know, it shows, I don't get me wrong. I do think Igbo people have suffered a lot in Nigeria, especially yeah, with tribalism have, like, and legitimate everything. Gripes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. you, you, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that in another episode. You know, how, for now, roast her. <laughs> However, what they do is as part of them, as part of their story and them discussing like, oh, their suffering, they then go even names in Port Harcourt were renamed. Uh, Igbo names were renamed. They're like because the queer people did not want to be Igbo. I mean, it's like that's not the story. Yeah, you like and like I don't know how you can a whole group of people like you start your history of them from. So 19, na- so 19, 19 was not that long ago. That's right. only 50 years. Like, so you know, what about the rest of the, the people? All the time yeah. before then, right? So, and then, so as a result, then they start saying, oh, that's, but then Quaver was I'm like, no, that we were there beforehand, right? And like, for me, I think for my, myself and Sharon, we're fortunate that my dad lived before the war, yeah. right? And he's, he, and he has friends who were even, who were even older than him that also yeah. lived before the war. So, so we, we know the story. Exactly, right? But, well, and I guess my biggest concern, because like, I'm really big on preserving Nigeria culturally. I was joking earlier about, you know, stop um, destroying our beaches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but no, I'm really big on preserving what Nigeria is and being proud of what it is. Exactly. And if you're erasing entire languages and cultures, or if you're not stopping the erosion of it, and like, I'm not saying that it's anyone's fault like yeah. now, but mm-hmm. things have been set in motion. Exactly. And if you're not intentional about like preserving, preserving what them. remains. Because exactly. yeah. already, for example, like even just, there, my dad speaks, he speaks, of course he's very fluently, but the there's even a word like literally um i thought for the longest time until i did my research that come in aquarius was also bia right same as mm-hmm. Igbo. It's only not. to realize it isn't it's not there's a whole other word that's something like pati gibule i'm sorry uh pati i'm your own still please <laughs> but like um and I was like, whoa, this word is different. Think, think of my dad's generation. You're like, at this point in time, they've done so much Igbo and, and yeah, Korea together, right? Yeah. And that then you started believing. Exactly. That. And then when yeah. it comes and, to historians. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And I just, I think why it's a bit frustrating is because it seems like Ikre people are only Igbo when it benefits Igbo people. Exactly. When you need us to fight. When, when you need our oil. oil our then, oh, wow. Then you, you're able to say, but you, Kind of Igbo, but not no, Igbo people. It's how they say. Igbo, 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 now like, one, now yeah. one, now one. Like, it's, it's almost like where, where you're double dutching with us. <laughs> you like, know? Make and us suffer. Exactly. Not and you. Not you. Not you. Not you. <laughs> no, but it's, <laughs> I'm 
one and don't do what you want. <laughs> no, but, and, and, but the thing is as well, and then you then have like in terms of like just, you know, how scholarly sources work and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, remember, Ikwepo and Igbo people, this relationship did not start today, right? Mm-hmm. And Ikwepo have never necessarily been the dominant group, right? So mm-hmm. when they sing, the language has been evolving over time, words have been changing, words, uh, words rather have been, uh, intertwining and everything, right? So then they go look at the language and they say, oh yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, a dialect, cause you have in Nigeria, you have like several dialects, like you have the mm-hmm. Joy dialect, then you have the Eboy dialect, mm-hmm. and they say, oh, it's an Eboy dialect. Oh. Yes, it's reflecting as an Eboy dialect, but you need to, what is the history behind it, yeah, right? Yeah. These people who are, because initially that's not how the language was, was. but over time, from mutual relationships for, yeah, as well as, reasons, exactly, right? the language has evolved, and then, especially during the second colonization period, it really evolved as well. So yes, it probably does sound very Igbo. But the thing is, it does not mean we're we're not yeah. a different group of people, yeah, especially people. because of how it's happened. Because I like this is a bit grand to say, but just think of the fact that with colonization, a lot of people, let's use, I'm going to use France specifically because France really practices a policy of assimilation. And like, let's look at French Africa. Lots of them could only, at a point, could only speak French, right? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I did not, that did not mean that they did not have their different tribes. But with the policy of assimilation, which is to erase another person's culture for your own economic benefit, right? What happened was that some languages and tribes are, of course, retained, but several were also or lost, were right? Long, yeah. Right? Or at least partially lost. And that's a similar thing to what happened with the Korean people. And it's a story that's not told, especially because when the war happened, the forefront of it, the brunt of it was the Quay villages because like I tell my friends who live in Port Harcourt because I lived in Lagos, right? Um, But a lot of them you tell you they live in Woji. I'm like, yo, that's my village. And hey, not, you know? I, you know? Exactly. I know. I feel like exactly. everyone lives in Woji. You know? So, and, and I'm like, oh, and that place is not big you enough. Know? And, I, you know? <laughs> and I get excited. I'm like, yo, that's my village. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, but it really is because that Aquarian land is like our villages are cities generally, yeah. right? And that's the thing. So our villages are cities themselves. So, so it's like even yeah. in like in Lagos, right? yeah. There are villages within Lagos, but mm-hmm. but Lagos is everybody the city, is there. Yeah. So you know there are yeah. villages there, and you might be like, oh, that's your village, and it's like, well, but that's where my house is. So mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what you're talking yeah, about. exactly, right? It, it, it that's actually where, where I'm from. from. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and so that's like the general story of it. So when they then tell you, especially when you speak to a person, you tell them, oh, I'm a query, I'm not. Especially because someone like my dad's, my dad's, there's a lot of PTSD, especially what they had to go through. Because I mean, they won't admit that it's PTSD. No, they would yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, we, we yeah, over yeah, here, exactly. They wouldn't use the word. Exactly. Yeah, but I really feel like that because they're that generation I'm they went man. through because you have I some of them that. <laughs> no to be honest that. you have it's, you have some of them that, is, that the evil they speak is so deep but you would never just, hear them speak it they will tell you they do not speak it yeah the only time they really you realize they speak is when someone insults they were like that's what they said yeah you're like but i thought you don't i thought you don't speak and they're like just, they're like i don't speak yeah it. they've just like they never, never spoke in the language they like have i that much Hate or disdain? Yeah, it's pain. It's a lot of pain and disdain, yeah. and because they're the ones. Like, a lot of them went through the whole thing of having to go to school and not being able to speak your language, yeah, being punished, parents. losing it. Because there was a lot of punishment as well. Yeah. Even in churches, there was punishment for speaking uh, for speaking yeah. Hebrew. Yeah. So and so that's why. So and that's the story, Jenny. If you could, that it's an untold. It's an untold story that's there. Wow. That's not there. The story untold. <laughs> you know. Untold. And like especially so in the Civil War, they really got the brunt of it because like your black people, as you say, they saw them as a 
Igbo. Yeah. Igbo did Igbo not see them as Igbo. Saw them as Igbo. But then when it, exactly, so it was just like you're getting the brunt of both sides. Yeah. And this is where I say, I don't get me wrong, because uh, Ijo people have still gone through a lot. Shout out to my Ijo people. They should stop with the gas flares. Um, but the thing is, oh, <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, that's another. because you know we're minority, minority. That's another reason. Like the minority thing is another reason they're doing that. Exactly. Yeah. There's a whole story. Oh yeah. No. So when I say gas flares, gas flares actually from the um the uh the oil companies then the yeah. then the uh pipeline is these bad people that's bad yeah. go on shout Lisa, out yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know. just bringing it back though yeah. like i know you had mentioned something about like assimilating and everything yeah. you know how a lot of us are pushing forward for this like one nigeria thing but like mm-hmm. a lot of times like i'm serious when mm-hmm. i was younger i we didn't we weren't always in nigeria nigeria sometimes yeah. we were out so yeah. we have like international day where yeah. like you know every culture would come out yeah. mm-hmm. and then each person would like display their culture, culture yeah. so we would always represent Nigeria right yeah. and then we would there would be Ibo, Hausa, and the yeah. So, at the end of the day, it's, I always had this perception, like, growing up, that those were, like, Nigeria. Yeah, that's all That was all there. Yeah, it's none of them produce the oil, oh, please. The oil that supply the, the country. The they money. don't, they, they know yeah. us when they, sorry, I'm sorry, I just had a, a, a rant. They know us when there's oil. <laughs> but when, when, know us when there's oil, but then afterwards, yeah. who are they? Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think the one, it's a nice thought, but I don't think it's always, uh, the most genuine. Yeah. Yeah, but I was going to say that, I think what we should be progressing towards is in one Nigeria without losing our individuality. Exactly, exactly. So there has to be like a salad bowl. Exactly. Yeah, like coming together. Exactly. We don't need to become one thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your mama will always ask you why you bring food into (laughs) it. She's like, oh, (laughs) I know that one. I know that one. Um, yeah. So like, I just, there has to be a way. We haven't done that so well so far. Um, just because again, we are over 250 ethnicities. Exactly. There is really, really a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I think what we've done is be lazy and be like, oh, these are the majority. Let's exactly, just exactly, like, exactly. But then the minorities feel like left out. Yeah. Like, exactly. and not just left out, their cultures start fading. Exactly. We had like recently, um, on one of our episodes in the past, we had one of our friends, she's been in, mm-hmm. um, she, um, wrote in and she was just telling us basically, sorry, I'm just going to read. Yeah. Go what she said she was like nowadays though i feel like the benin language and traditions are um oh sorry punctuation <laughs> um nowadays though i feel like the benin language and traditions are slowly being forgotten especially if you were not born or did not grow up in edo state yeah. the language is hardly taught and passed down and i mm-hmm. fear it may completely disappear by the next one or two generations yeah. which is yes, kind of yeah, something yeah, that you yeah, guys yeah, brought exactly. up mm-hmm. this makes me sad as my culture is important to me and i want to learn as much as i can even now that i'm older mm-hmm. so like do you think that it, there's there should be some kind of ownership on the government? We should stop saying the government because they're, they're not going to do shit. <sighs> Cyberian friends. Yes, they're not going to do shit. <laughs> so, Uncle Boo Boo. <laughs> so I guess on maybe like individual groups mm-hmm. to in minority cultures to try to push a kind of like cultural um, awareness, awareness and, like, and try to push it because I, I think because we like for instance how mm. minority cultures will learn those majority languages yeah. so they can trade so that yeah. they can learn to um be part of this conglomerate or whatever yeah. but i think in doing that they should go back to like 
what they were initially because doing that we've seen the result of that yeah. is that your culture will fade away yeah so stop like not stop doing that because we do need like commonalities like uh, along exactly. with that along also, with that also yeah. like take note of the fact that we are still individuals yeah. we still exactly. have our individual yeah. ethnicities yeah. Yeah. so i like how do you guys see that i mean because a healthy nigeria so the thing with like i guess you kind of have to understand where the because like i I don't want to just like bash people who are i guess maybe pushing for pushing for one nigeria one oneness and one nigeria and like i mean i think ultimately the responsibility is on people who belong to the groups because like let's be honest and this is no shade the same way Yoruba people don't care if if Ikwe people keep their culture and language. Similarly, like I'm not I do. Lie. Oh, that's that's. I think wonderful. I think our generation. Sharon's <laughs> like that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cute. That, all right. I, I'm just. Saying, I like, mean, I, it's not going to mean as much to me, obviously, yeah, yeah, as it but, will to you, yeah. because like the way I like like. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I know you okay. were getting some. Please don't forget your <laughs> thought. But like, it's just as I'm getting older that yeah. I'm starting to rediscover Yoruba culture and I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yes. Right? Yes. But like, because it is a majority culture, I can turn to people it's even out outside. Yeah. Like, I can look at um so much media and, yeah, and everything. And then all the weddings. All everything. the weddings, everything. Yeah. Yoruba. And so, aspects of it Yeah, so always. when I look at even other cultures, I like the beauty in... I'm, obsessed with east african culture right yeah. now but like it, when i look at other cultures i think there's beauty in culture yeah. so it's just like yeah it's not going to mean as much to me i understand but it doesn't mean that it doesn't yeah because it's part of the beauty of nigeria yeah diversity i want to say like i'm i'm speaking on a collective level right like you as a there are wonderful yoruba people out there of course who i'm sure are pushing for this she's like but most of y'all are trash no we have cousins who are yoruba so we can't even like family right yeah. yeah shut up shut and, up yeah <laughs> um but the truth is like it's not just uh, as a collective that is not at the forefront of your mind nor should it be right like the idea of yes okay um preservation of diversity in its true accuracy and realness in Nigeria should be on everyone's mind yeah but unfortunately part yeah. of it but like I think each group does have to take some kind of response. Yeah. I think the thing is in an altruistic world where everything is nice, everything yeah. is perfect, right? You would have people like you. I I also like to think mm-hmm. of myself as a person like yeah. you too, right? Um but the thing is in looking at the reality on ground is that you're in, you're in the you're probably in the minority. That yeah. thought process is in the in the minority. So rather 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 than the minority groups waiting for people yeah. like you to show up and be like, let's protect Nigeria. Yeah. And the truth mm-hmm. is that if like if in fact your culture is wiped out, we can't blame <laughs> we can't blame evil people. We can't blame your bad people and say, well, you didn't fight hard enough for it. You know, the first line of you, you're going to look at yourself and be like, yo, what, oh, what, what did we do, right? And even if we were like, even if we're disarmed, but you, so you're going to be like, yeah. oh, what? But at the same time, like, I don't want to, you know, like, knock them too much because a lot of what people do is for survival, right? That's another, it's a big thing. like, people are out here just being like, well, you know, screw this culture stuff. You know? Especially the way, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know? People aren't necessarily doing that, but they're doing things to make inroads to provide, like, a better life for themselves. Because Nigeria is hard. Yeah, Nigeria is hard. (laughs) And, like... There's a reason why everybody wants to move to Lagos. Everybody wants to go to Lagos. Everyone wants to go to the city. Yeah. Like, it's because I'm dying. She said the city. <laughs> yeah. That is so Hollywood. Yeah. 
could the Ghana be your Ghana must go. Ghana, sorry. I'm going to be city. Like there's a reason. It's because there are opportunities there. And exactly. with that, it's like you then put these things that are more, I guess, like philosophical exactly. on the back burner. And it's like, well, let me first focus on, you know, getting food today and then having something for mm-hmm. So like I like let's look at languages, right? My parents don't speak the same language, and because of that, we don't uh speak either. We don't speak either of their languages. Growing up, uh, I would have loved to learn, and even they wanted to learn, but it's like ooh, to teach to uh, no, like to learn the languages. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they actually also wanted to learn each other's yeah, languages. Learn yeah, learn each other. But the thing is, if I don't know, they ha they have to work, they have to do all of this stuff. They don't. They speak English to each other. It's not like they can be the money, you know, for a lesson teacher is for a math lesson teacher, for a physics lesson teacher. For although my child get ready, you have a query lesson yes, teacher, yes. limbe lesson <laughs> teacher. Wherever my husband is from, you also have yes, just yes, be ready. Teacher. Yeah, but like the, it's just like um, so like decisions are made for survival. People yeah. want to put their children in what they feel like are better positions than they were in, and you it will seem just looking at it just at face value that insisting your child speaks query versus getting them into you know a top level school i mean everyone is going to pay. and especially like for kids like us who grew up away f- like we grew up away from um from um, our hometown Nalan. like if yeah. you have like i do know people from potaco like um uh, reverse people who they speak very fluently yeah. and i was like whoa That's some of my age who speaks aquarium yeah like what? Even our, our cousins speak aquarium and, and it's, query, exactly, exactly. And it's like it's like oh that, that could be, huh? So, but the thing is, but then again, also they were, where, the way they were p- positioned in society at the time, right? Helped facilitate them speaking the languages, right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we were positioned in a, in a situation, we're positioned in Lagos where it's like, okay, Lagos, what do we need to get to get these children to succeed? in Lagos. Yeah. That's what it is. So that's something else to, to consider. So I think the idea of one Nigeria is a beautiful thing. And I don't think it's something we should stop striving towards. But I mm. think in any conversation, you want to have nuance. Because if you don't have nuance, then it just seems, um, it just seems like you're either bypassing or you're, uh, downplaying or you're just, um, ignoring the experiences of these different Other groups, people. majority or minority, right? A lot yeah. of times it is minority, but yeah. you know, even sometimes majority groups like Igbo people, for example, sometimes even though, anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but like, but you, so you do have these, you do, you do have these things, right? <laughs> Mama is just Mama tired. Is no, 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 no. She has checked out on this conversation. I just think people need to remember that that people are people. They are yes. not things. They are not concepts. And so even if they're not that many of them, they're still real life effects. So when you're having a conversation about one Nigeria, you actually need to consider that these are human beings, mm-hmm. like a whole entire human, because I feel some like distance makes us kind of not really grasp the reality that someone is going through. Exactly. Right? So you're very easy. You're, you're very quick to write off the horrors that certain mm-hmm. exactly like it's even like a simple thing like the way we say it's our oil in nigeria yeah. like let me be honest the typical niger does have business like eh, uh, oil. why why Mm, the re- and the reason why it's like that is uh, shout out to Nigeria people I'm trying to represent also uh, <laughs> but the thing is the reason why is because like it's like oh it's our oil but at the end of the day all the money all these things we're not it's the not ones who get like yeah, even if, if you want to look at it like what, look at the oil bil- uh, the oil billionaires of Nigeria Nigeria not, you, not a single one is from South South does like what does that sense? mean yet is your village it's like my mom's village we yeah. literally see gas flame the sky and is the, orange the, yeah the debilitating effect you say the sky the is, sky is, the sky is orange, orange. 
orange. It reflects orange because the sky because, is because the, of how many gas flares are going been on all the time. All the time. Yeah. The sky at night is orange. It's yeah. Beautiful, it's beautiful, but it's but it's, it's hot <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's beautiful strong. like a we're dying kind <laughs> of like yeah yeah exactly yeah. air is thicker you yeah. know these so kind of things. It's not only that we don't get any of the benefits. It's actually the debilitating effects are on that place. Yeah. I mean, someone like Nimbe, a big part of their um, economy is fishing, uh, like fishery. They can't do it. So they destroy the, like, the water. Yeah, yeah the, the, the waters, waters are gone. Are destroyed. And all I'll ha- I mean, that's not, that's not just on, on, on Nigeria yeah. because I have to come for ExxonMobil and Co. Yeah, yeah. All these multinational oil corporations, corporations. who are there. Shell. Shell. I, I, um, um, um the water. And that's what I'm saying. But remember our government when, is not caring. Yeah. And Dawn was out here cleaning up all the birds. You know, like there are oh, these yeah, commercials. Dawn. Exactly. Showing. Exactly. Dawn, your brother. No, no. Dawn, the like, you know, we help to clean, clean up the waters and clean up the birds, but you can't do that for people. It, that's the thing. People? But then again, Dawn is a company in America, yeah. right? Now, let's, cause what you want to do is, and they're not, they're not the oil companies, right? Yeah. Now, the actual oil companies, the shells, the Exxon yeah. Mobil, what are they doing? They're, but then again, our government has a role to play because they well, know yeah, that they can get away with it. There's so many players in what you're talking about. Yeah, there's so many players, right? All at, at yeah. on each end, right? Yeah. And this is why, so when we then say something like One Nigeria, it's like, are we ready to truly to have that conversation so we can be One Nigeria? The address no. We haven't addressed so many things even from our past there's yeah, no yeah. way we're moving the, forward that's the thing like even now like the rum- like the new rumblings of Biafra mm-hmm. and like, I, I, like, I, I was I went to look well, at the map you know, you know what I saw like, a lot of <laughs> oh, I saw a lot of the minority like southern um, um, like south 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 yeah. south there when people were shouting Biafra they're like we're not going with you we're this not, time. please no, we're not we're no, not because did, you, did you see the map they he said sorry he drew a map from Quara to Bielsa State. I'm like, Quara to Bielsa is the book. I'm like, that's a lot to claim. That's a lot to claim. And like, people, correct me if I'm wrong about that map, but last time I checked, it was somewhere from around Quara. I was like, I was like, who now? Because they told you, you boys, they, they told you. Is that people should go Yeah. Like, and so, and that's the thing, but at the same time, I, I think Nigeria's situation is just terrible. It's terrible. Like, like, there's so, so many lot. things. Yeah. Because, like, I, I feel like there's a civility in the south in general well in Nigeria right like people aren't ready to die and that's fair that's no fair, one can yeah. to die yeah, that's nothing like, like no one's trying no to die for anyone's ambition right like oh well for I want to enjoy I want to enjoy I want your life you know <laughs> so it's complicated it's like I won't move Oh, sorry, my but yeah so that's generally the, that's like that's how we feel about minorities in nigeria um mm-hmm. and the idea of one nigeria and i just yeah. i think it can be done just the conversation needs to be needs much to be larger much exactly new, much more nuanced it has to have all the key players exactly in it. you can't just have three people representing especially oh. if it's from the government it's top down yeah. right mm-hmm. um if, if when it's at the bottom level i understand that sometimes it's a bit limited you still want to have all the players but especially if the government is leading this movement or or a political leader who is trying to say he's trying to eventually lead the country even if he's not the actual uh president or in any position of power yet right he does have influence and then what you need to do is get get all the stakeholders in it right yeah. and let's actually have a conversation that one conversation on one meeting is not going to fix everything but it's a start right and because the plight of minorities need to be heard yeah. because this Nigeria is just doesn't exist without them. exactly yeah. exactly forget in fact if we did we also had the oil but forget if we did not have oil <laughs> uh right because they're minorities, minorities is, is without oil, oil right yeah. and so like so that's the thing like uh, 
um, they and they're also a big part of Nigeria. They play yeah. a big role in Nigeria as well. And you can't just keep writing them off and saying, "Now you Ibu, are you Yoruba, are you Hausa." And I think that's something we need to address finally. For I sure. Think, can yeah. I just say that I think yeah. it's just so like cool and like mesmerizing how both of you know so much. Like yes. it's so cool. You were even listing like, dates. Dates. I'm just like, guys, how are you doing? It? Because, like, I mean, we've spoken about this a lot about how Nigerian history is not documented properly. Yeah. So, I'm like, where'd you get this information? So, I, my background is that's, this is my I background, but I, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, we don't fight that. <laughs> so, like, literally, I was, I've, I read uh, scholarly articles and journals. I'm okay. looking in it to yeah. see what's the history, because yeah. especially, and because I am a query, like, yeah. it's something that's very dear and to we're me. We're fortunate to have, um, people around, older people around us, so our uncles, our parents, all of that, who were very big on it. Can y'all write a book? Y'all should write a book. I'm serious because this history, this specific, no, this specific history that you guys highlighted in this episode, I had never heard that before. And even if you go to Wikipedia, even if you go to Wikipedia, you have this Eboid story that we are Eboid. Then you then have this this history I'm talking about. You then have this like you guys can modify the page though. Yeah, we can. The thing is, right, and this is where a big part of it is. Queer people were minorities, right? And the thing is with Wikipedia, you're gonna have look if you look at scholars in general you have more Igbo scholars right and the truth is this truth about academics as much as we try to be objective there's a lot of subjectivity subjectivity right. in Especially it right in this kind it's, of it's, subject it's, in this kind it's of not thing. like a straight science you know yeah. right or like or even we can even use western history that's quite documented right so yeah. then um even people come with the history and by the time you have 10 Igbo scholars versus two great ones who are like hi hi this is I not what we know you know right so even Wikipedia changing the story they're like yeah. oh yeah we know this but this is what history is saying. It's like, but you need to understand the way African history is the way African history is studied. A lot of it is oral, right? And yeah. the question is, who are you believing? Who is in power? Who is exactly. it? Who has more influence? And like we, because we are Aquarius and we have like parents and uncles and aunties who have, who are very big on this as well. Like we heard from them mm-hmm. during, like we can go to them and com- may, like confirm, ask questions, yeah. kind of get an idea of the context of where they were from. Exactly. But if you don't, even if you do have maybe queer parents who just don't care about that and that's fair, like, you know, yeah. You know, then what are you really working off of? Question. Yeah. Have yeah. you guys accumulated this knowledge over your lifetime or is this something you were just interested in like one summer? At some just... point. I would say this particular, okay, uh, this particular, the thing about the queer people, oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, this particular thing, I would say it was over, I would say over time. I've always known that a queer people were not evil because yeah. the first thing I learned is you're a queer, yeah. you're not And that is built like, it's, it's, so it's, give birth to them and you're like you're the you're the you are you're not not you Mariah not Mariah you're not Shara not Shara I remember going to school and my dad being like tell because you know they made us take Igbo and like tell them you're not Igbo you're Igbo because I think they would naturally go, you know how they would split people into like classes yeah. they would say Igbo go 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 and it's like I just feel like I should let you know and then by the time they see my name Oroma my dad said I'm not Igbo yeah because Oroma they would not say Oroma I'm like guys origin Igbo so yeah so I'm like no my name is Oroma I'm Igbo yeah Oromi is orange in my language so according to Yoruba speak so that means that you are Igbo there's also albasa in my language which is onions and that's in your that means you are your you're a hybrid a house I want that means you're interacting with most of us like all the major tribes you're interacting exactly right yeah exactly so and so that's the thing so with that they you know 
confused. Why don't you fit into my stereotypes? <laughs> you know? need to handle it. Yeah, <laughs> small majority great <laughs> But of course, by the time I, um, with undergrad, by the time I started doing, like, learning how to do proper research, I was like, yo, let me do it. Let me look into things that actually, like, um, concern me because there's not a lot of focus on African studies. So I was like, okay, let me find out what this is. And, like, I'm that weird person. I literally read scholarly journals sometimes for fun because I'm trying to get information. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, let me find that Nothing person. Better yeah. to do, right? Um, so as a result, guys, I still, I still have a social life, okay? But <laughs> I'm still a hot girl. But the thing okay. is, a hot, a hot girl, what, Tell winter? <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, but so that, and that's how, like, also all this knowledge has come. Some of them has been, like, intentional, like, some I'm like, I'm studying, but the whole thing of Equire is not Igbo. Yeah. My life, I've known it's Igbo. pre We're not Igbo. Exactly. Since we were little. Exactly. Wow, intriguing stuff. Intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. The more yeah. you know. Oh, right. So just I yeah. Sorry, just next time you see any minority and they tell you they are X Y Z, they are X Y Z. That's it. And don't form stereotypes. I think this is something our parents' generation did a really bad job at. <laughs> they just form stereotypes based on what you tell them you are yeah. from. Yeah. I think our generation is moving we're, we're a bit trying. away from yeah. that. We're but trying. like, I mean, like, where did you get that? <laughs> I mean, the South South. When was this? I can't remember the date for when the South South was created. But like, we didn't come to like up uh, in terms of geopolitical, yeah. in terms of geopolitical and economic zones. Like, no one recognized that. Where Edo people are noble people, yeah, yeah. cross river noble people. Oh. They're like it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. That area, and you know, but yeah. we find you know. So these are things you just want to you want to be conscious of it, and yeah. you know, try. I'm not saying be perfect. We all won't get it right, but like well, all the time, we'll try to keep having this conversation more. Yeah. Um, you guys just schooled us on like, Bruh, like um, actually school. Thank like, you. <laughs> but quickly, thanks for listening. Thank Sorry, you. guys, thanks if so I came with too much information, guys. No, too much information is not a bad thing let's quickly i don't know if we have time for this we do lessons from the week do you guys have pressing lessons from the week pressing pressing lessons the time that's pressing that the world must know I feel like- anything that's in your chest that you are like they must know <laughs> you know no okay all right guys just love we'll, yourself yeah I love, mean, yourself. Yes. love yourself oh can we do a shout out for them to follow shout us out, yeah, yeah. Okay. hi guys it's sharon and mariah follow us at tombi official it's our new clothing line so it's spelled t-o-u-m-b-i and then dot official like the O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. Instagram It's our new clothing line It's paying homage to where my mom's from yep, Quite yep, cool yep. Um, It's Nigerian print It's called It's Ankara print Generally some people call it wax You know, look out for us We're coming to a place near All you kinds of vibes. For affordable prices Because we All get it, okay? Shopping okay. should not be that expensive Oh, yeah. Okay yeah. You want to be a visco Afro print girl, y'all know what Visco is, yeah. Yeah, Visco. Yeah. You want to be a Visco exactly. Afro? Print I don't know girl. that one. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not cool with the cool kids. Yeah. 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 You know, you're too old. I don't, I don't, I don't know majorities. Majorities, we don't know. Majorities, we don't know. No, it's not. This is not existing. But again, so tell me, it's T O U M B I, and we don't we follow back too. So just follow. Okay, all right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on, and guys, we'll talk to you guys next two weeks um don't forget to subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell tell another friend friend. (laughs) and your family sisters uncles aunties yes all right guys bye. bye peace